Hello and welcome to AMFSM Sports MedCast. Today's episode is part of an ongoing mini journal club series highlighting each of the top articles in sports and exercise medicine in 2021 as selected for this spring's annual meeting. I'm your host, Dr. Jeremy Schroeder, and I am joined today by Dr. Lee Mancini, Associate Professor in Family Medicine and Community Health at UMass Chan Medical Center. He's also Chief of the Division of Sports and Exercise Medicine and a Program Director of the Primary Care Sports and Exercise Medicine Fellowship Program. He serves as a co-chair of the Top Articles Subcommittee, the newest addition to the Education Committee. Lee, thanks for joining us today. Jeremy, happy to be back talking about our Top Article Committee again. Great. Well, today we're going to highlight another one of these 2021 articles that received an honorable mention. This one is entitled, How Does Hormone Transition in Transgender Women Change Body Composition, Muscle Strength, and Hemoglobin? This is a systematic review with a focus on implications for sport participation. This was written by Joanna Harper et al., published in BJSM, August 2021. Now, Lee, Care of the transgender athlete is a very hot topic in the world of sports and exercise medicine. There is a lot of debate right now, both on whether transgender women should be permitted to compete in the female category of sport, but even for proponents of inclusion, deciding how and when to do so to ensure equity is a whole nother case entirely. So what did this paper set out to accomplish? So in particular, Jeremy, this was a systematic review of the literature. They had four databases that were searched, Biomed Central, PubMed, Scopus, Web of Science. They looked at articles on hormone transition in transgender women from 1999 to 2020, and they came up with 24 studies that were ultimately evaluated. In particular, they were looking at gender-affirming hormone therapy and how it changed four major areas, lean body mass, muscle cross-sectional area, muscle strength, and then hemoglobin and hematocrit. Those were the four things that this study really wanted to evaluate in terms of athletes that were transitioning to a transgender woman. Excellent. Now, can you talk to us about what this systematic review found? Definitely. So what they found in those articles was they looked at with the hormone therapy and they followed the studies. Some of the studies looked at 12 months, some at 18 months, some even all the way out to 36 months. So roughly one to three years after starting gender affirming hormone therapy, what they found when they were looking over this one to three years of gender affirming hormone therapy, that once these athletes started hormone therapy to decrease their testosterone levels to get to a level of below five nanomoles per liter, which is what the World Athlete Organizations want these athletes that are transitioning from a cisgender male to a transgender female to be at, they found a decrease in lean body mass of anywhere from 0.8 to 5.4%. They found a decrease in muscle cross-sectional area from 1.5 to 9.7% and a decrease in muscle strength from either anywhere from zero to 7%. Now, when you compare cisgender women to cisgender men, 
you find that the cisgender women have a 31% lower lean body mass, 36% lower hand grip strength, and 35% lower knee extension strength. So one of the things that this study did show in the 24 studies that they looked at, that even after one to three years of gender-affirming hormone therapy, that these transgender women still aren't quite at the strength decreases that we see when we compare cisgender men to cisgender women. Now, what they did find was after four months of gender-affirming hormone therapy, that the hemoglobin and hematocrit levels were at the, that same range of a cisgender female athlete. So ultimately, what did this review conclude? So the conclusions that this study came and was the fact that it is possible that a transgender female, after even after going through one to three years of gender-affirming hormone therapy, may still retain a, some strength advantages over a cisgender female athlete that they're competing against. So in your opinion, Lee, where do we go from here to optimize both inclusion and equity within the female sport category? Yeah, Jeremy, I, I think that's an excellent question because I think obviously as sports and exercise medicine physicians, we want all athletes, whether they're cisgender, transgender, to be active and to be competing in sports for as many years as possible, for as long as possible, and to have a, a positive experience within their sport. I think that the biggest takeaway from this is one, we need more studies in this area. I think, as you said, to, to open this podcast, this is a really a hot topic within the field of sports and exercise medicine. So I think we need more studies to look at long-term hormone levels, to follow gender-affirming hormone therapy out even past three years to five years and so forth to keep running tests to look at, you know, strength and performance differences between transgender women and cisgender women. So we can A, make sure there is a level playing field, but B, make sure that our transgender athletes still have the ability to perform and compete you know, at a, at a high level in the sports that they're, that they love and are passionate about. Well stated. I look forward to seeing what the literature shows on how we can optimize uh, inclusion and equity in this category. Thanks, Lee. I would like to thank Dr. Lee Mancini from the AMSSM Top Articles Committee. Links to all of the articles can be found in our podcast show notes. I'd also like to thank you, the listener. I hope you found this time valuable. And if so, please like, subscribe, and leave a quality five-star review on your preferred listening platform. I hope you'll join us again soon for the next edition of the AMSSM Sports Medcast. The views expressed are theirs alone and do not represent the official policy or position of the AMSSM, the U.S. Army, Department of Defense, the U.S. government, or UMass Chan Medical Center.